pleasure, man. Off the tail. Hey there, and welcome to the Blue Velvet Minisode episode of How Did This Get Praised? I'm your host, Stefan Carlson. Um, if you don't know what a minisode is, it stands for mini episode, um, and not for a person who lives in Minnesota. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to pause there to wait for the Price is Right loser horn to play. Um, It's my favorite comedy sound effect. Um, I think it's great. Um, And actually, fun fact, if an episode is edited by me, it will probably contain the Price is Right loser horn somewhere. So um, keep keep an eye out for that. Um, But let's get into the content. Um, We're going to be looking at the thunderful world of David Lynch in today's minisode, including some cut conversation about Dune. Um, We're also going to be getting into another wonderful round of Who Said That uh, this week featuring uh, season two Twin Peaks subplots and all of their wacky, zany hijinks. Um, it's going to be great. So much fun. And I can't wait to get started. But before we do, I want to take this time to um, shout out a wonderful Chicago-based organization, A Long Walk Home. A Long Walk Home is committed to ending violence against women um, to learn more about them and to donate to their wonderful cause, you can visit alongwalkhome.org. Um, the Blue Velvet episode received 25 listens in the first few days, which is amazing. Um, we sent $50 their way, um, and we hope that we can continue to support them and you guys can support them as well. Um, and with that, we can get into the content. Um, so enjoy this discussion about Dune. Um, it's going to be coming at you any second now. Any second, here it comes. Wait, wait for it, wait for it. Here it is. Okay, cool. It's in your ear holes now. Cool. It, well, okay, let's talk, let's talk about Dune now. I want to yeah. do, do a, like, mini-sode within this episode on Dune and Great. why didn't Dune get praised? Uh, Dune is the movie... Uh, this Dune was the last movie he had done before Blue Velvet, correct? Mm-hmm. So David Lynch had only done three movies before Blue Velvet. It was Eraserhead, uh, Elephant Man, Dune, and then Blue Velvet. And uh, Dune was one of Kyle MacLachlan's first roles. I believe he was just 23 in Dune. And, uh, and maybe this is back in our public consciousness with uh, the new Timothée Chalamet uh, movie coming up, is uh, the original Dune is not very well liked. <laughs> and I mean, no, Stephen- David Lynch's Dune is not loved. <laughs> it might be loved among some really deep Lynch circles, but just in the general film canon, it's not adored and nor should it be. Well, I was going to ask you, why do you think Dune didn't get praised? Dune is a complicated mishmash of ideas coming from all angles. You have the book, which is so dense and hard to get through. And there's lore from the book. There's David Lynch's vision of Dune. And then there's the studios who clearly wanted like a Star Wars thing going on. And you have these three different forces working against each other to create this bizarre really dense and slow 
action sci-fi thriller. It's the weirdest. It's it's weird. And Sting's in it, and he's naked, and he looks pretty good, honestly. But like, he's still there. It's like it's a weird ass movie, and it doesn't work at Don't all. Don't forget Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> it's oh god, it's god awful, in my opinion. Um, also interesting. Uh, David Lynch w- was offered to direct Return of the Jedi, which is mm. an early opportunity for David Lynch to both have a commercial career and also um, step in the sci-fi beyond. I think I think this is pre Dune but I could be wrong. Um, but uh, he said, he said in his book, I went to meet George Lucas. Or, I'm sorry, I'm not doing this right. I went to meet George Lucas, who had offered me the third Star Wars to direct. And I've never really liked science fiction. I like elements of it, but it needs to be combined with other genres. <laughs> um which I think speaks to what you were saying about Dune, that uh, he doesn't want to, he doesn't really care for sci-fi. No. But he doesn't think it can stand on its own. It needs to be combined with other dra- uh, genres. What other genres are in Dune? What genres aren't in Dune? <laughs> <laughs> it's a better question. I don't, it's like, uh, I don't even know how to describe the genres. Like, so I- drama action thriller epic fantasy my i would just say probably sci-fi epic i honestly i honestly don't feel like and maybe that's because and here's the other thing about dune it had heavy uh like studio uh input and I think David Lynch is very unhappy with the Dune that got put out. Yes. But I actually don't see other genres. I just see a sci-fi that's maybe also trying to be Ben-Hur <laughs> for some reason. Um, I don't hate it. I just think it's... I, I, I think the parts that are most charming about it are... Oh, is that a kitty? Yeah. If you could hear at the end of that, that is actually um, Daniela's cat, Marlo, uh, scratching at the door of her office trying to get in and get attentions and pets and whatnot. So, um, yeah, that was our discussion about Dune. Um, Next, we're going to move on to one of our favorite games, uh, Who Said That? But this time, it's the Twin Peaks edition. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. Um, in this fun game show type game, we will be looking at quotes from season two. And Daniela will be trying to link the quotes to the subplot they're from. Um, and then she'll actually flip the script on me and have me play a little bit too. Um, after that, we will be looking at all of the Twin Peaks season two subplots and trying to list them all and saying our favorites, asking you what your favorites are. Um, so get in on that. Let us know. Uh, DM us at praise underscore pod on either Twitter, or Instagram, um, and we might share it on the show. So um, fans of David Lynch, uh, hit us up and uh yeah, give us give us the the deets, the hot goss on your favorite season two subplots. They're all uh memorable, let's say. Yeah, 
is a good word for it, uh, memorable at the very least. Um, and I will see you guys in the next episode, um, which will be for October Halloween. Uh, David Mitchell's It Follows. I'm so excited for that. And uh, I can't wait to get into it with Daniela. And we'll see you guys then. Uh, enjoy. Let's get okay. this game started. Yeah, woo! So for to celebrate Blue Velvet, um, we decided to go to our favorite um, Blue Velvet alternative, Blue Velvet Light, Diet Blue Velvet. Were you really calling it Diet Blue Velvet? <laughs> I think it's the snappy name that'll really do well with the kids. Is that... <laughs> Wait, what about New Blue Velvet? How about just New Velvet? New Velvet, that's hot. She wore new velvet. Yeah. That's like, that, that has so much sex appeal right there. Just like Isabella Rossellini's wig. <laughs> just the wig. Just the wig. Sweet. All right, what do you got? Okay. Are you ready to play everyone's favorite game? Who said... said. Everybody. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to play Who Said That. So this is a special edition of Who Said That because we couldn't think of anything else to play Who Said That with. Um this time we're gonna do the there are a lot of different subplots in Twin Peaks season two. You might be aware, you might not. Either way, they're all amazing and wonderful <laughs> in their own special and unique ways. So um, today I'm going to be reading a quote and I'm going to ask Daniela which Twin Peaks season two subplot of the many Twin Peaks season two subplots. Again, they're all great. Uh, they're, the quote is from. Are you ready, Daniela? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got to get into my dramatic place here. <laughs> get in, get, get do some vocal warm ups. Red leather, yellow leather. Uh, James is cool. <laughs> James is cool. <laughs> James is cool. James has a normal sized forehead. <laughs> forehead. Okay. Bobby Dope. Briggs. Bobby Briggs. Bobby <laughs> Briggs did not. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Briggs killed a guy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Bobby killed the guy. (laughs) Classic. Okay, are you ready for the first quote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lay it on me. There's things you can't get in books. There are things you can't get anywhere, but we dream they can be found in other people. Which um, Twin Peaks season two subplot oh is that God. from? Um, <laughs> this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Do you want me to reread the quote? No, I'm just going to go for it. It's Bad Donna. And which which subplot with Bad Donna? Which subplot it? with Bad Donna? I yeah, thought Bad Donna was a subplot. I mean, it's a specific subplot of the Bad Donna subplot. Um, I'll, I can give you a hint if you want. I don't want to use a hint this early. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to say then it is bad Donna reacting to thinking James is into Maddie. 
Oh, and damn it! It's everyone's favorite subplot with <laughs> the with what do you call it? the agoraphobic? Oh my Harold. god! I forgot about Harold. This yeah, is just going to be a, very forgettable. A long, this is going to be a list of subplots that I don't even remember. <laughs> there are so many. No one would blame you. Okay, quote two. Um, This is actually his two quotes for the same subplot. So I'll read them straight in a row. Heading on over to Bend, Oregon. (laughs) Whole lot of shaking going on in Bend. Cooper, you remind me today of a small Mexican chihuahua. Well, that's obviously you're doing Agent Gordon Cole. Yeah. Played by David Lynch. Yeah, that, that wasn't even a hard one. No. But is this is and this is tied to a specific subplot? It's the Gordon Cole subplot. The Gordon Cole falls in love with uh Shelly? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Cool. Uh okay, ready for the next one? Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm not so interested in how my bike looks as in where it can take me. Oh, that's uh, James- Where do wait, there's a conversation <laughs> with this. Where do you want to go? It's not really a place. It's a feeling. It's James and Evelyn. That's yeah, it's James, James and Evelyn. Beep, 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 beep. Ah, nailed it. <laughs> I'm just, I, I know there's going to be, no, you know what? I won't even say it. We'll just, we'll, we'll take it when it comes. Go, okay, go ahead, okay. go ahead. Um, this one might be a bit of a challenge. So here we go. You ready? Yeah. What is the capital of North Carolina? Rally. Fat load of good that'll do me. <laughs> That's a real quote. I feel like I remember that quote, but I don't remember the context. Not that it necessarily matters. What's the capital? Any guesses. Rally. Fat load of good that'll do me. Is it, is it this Dick is... trying to adopt a child? Eh, yeah. No, that's probably the hardest one. That is Wyndham Earl talking to Major Briggs when he has him tied up on the bullseye and he's like throwing knives at him. <laughs> I don't know where that quote came from or what the context is. Oh, it's the truth serum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the Wyndham Earl subplot. Uh, that's the worst one. It is the worst one. Yeah. Okay, actually, James and Evelyn is the worst one, but that's the second. There, are, there are many. There are many. I thought you said Dick Tremaine was the worst one. Yeah, I hate Dick Tremaine. <laughs> I think they're all the worst ones, except for well, I'm not going to say it because I know it's going to come up. Yeah. I want to okay. approach it when it comes up. Okay, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Can you see my underpants and my <laughs> shoes? Do you think boys are looking up my dress? <laughs> That's the one I was waiting for. Super Nadine. Yeah, Super Nadine. The best subplot. <laughs> the best subplot by far. Uh. <laughs> the most fun one, too. Yeah. Oh, so, God. And then I'm it not gonna... ends so sadly. <laughs> yeah, with Ed being stuck with Nadine still. Yeah. But it's okay, because she digs herself out of the shit. Thank God we have the return. Cause... Uh, this is really obscure. I hope you're not listening if you don't watch Twin Peaks. Yeah, this is only, this will make little sense 
to people who haven't seen. It's like the deep cuts of season two that a lot of people don't watch because it's trash. (laughs) All right, give me. Oh, I missed a subplot. God damn it. I'll have to think of one on the fly um, for that, but we'll go to the next one for now. Um, I'm not going to say this one in the character voice for reasons um, that we can talk about after you guess. Um, So here it is. I know a little about fire. My family was at Nagasaki. I don't want to guess this one and be wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of hard to be wrong on this one. This one should be obvious. If if it's not obvious to you, you're overthinking it. Catherine does yellow face. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I couldn't do it because the you accent shouldn't is... shouldn't do it. Yeah. She shouldn't have done it either. <laughs> no, she shouldn't have. Oh, good times. Uh, okay. Okay. So next quote. I smoke every once in a while. <sighs> That's Bad Donna again. That, that is Bad Donna. That is the Bad Donna subplot. That's the you official have... Bad Donna subplot. Yes, that yeah, is the official yeah. Bad Donna subplot. Okay. Okay, coming up to the next quote. We're almost done at the end of the list here. We got, um, I would have, ass- oh wait, no, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume you're no longer interested in girls. I may be wearing a dress, but I still pull my panties on one leg at a time, if you know what I mean. Not really. Um, I can't remember her name, but it's David Duchovny's it's character. It's David Duchovny, Denise, Denise. woo! Oh, Formerly Dennis. Denise is the best. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Denise is the weirdest kind of progressive, extremely problematic <laughs> subplot in season two. As opposed to the not progressive and also extremely problematic Catherine subplot. Yes. Okay. Uh. So here's the last one I'll have written down. And then for the real last one, I'll have to think of a quote like right away. Okay. When in fact, the only thing special we did that night was drink two bottles of champagne and end up on a display bed in Horns Home Furnishings. (laughs) Um, Lucy's pregnant. Who's the father? Yes, it's the Lucy's pregnant. Who's the father? Andy Dick Tremaine subplot. Oh, that one. (laughs) <laughs> the best one. Wait, there actually is one more before I have to make one up. So are okay. you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir, we met during the Mexican War. You remember? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sir, we met during the Mexican War. You remember? There is one big subplot we haven't mentioned yet. Oh, um, it's, uh, it's Major Briggs meeting the rest of the FBI agents. Right? No. No? No. And it's the Ben Horn Civil War plot. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I locked that one out. Because <laughs> it's another problematic one. <laughs> uh, and then for this next one, I can't, I can't, I can't think of, hang on. I'm going to look one up. I can't believe I didn't get that one. Joe's going to be so mad at me. That's his favorite subplot. That's like. I honestly forget Ben Horn's a character. I know that's wrong. I mean, yeah. 
The Ben Horn Catherine arc is easily the least. Memorable. I forgot. I forgot that was an arc. It's like all of the. It's like the Ben Horn Catherine Josie. No, I remember like the Catherine and Josie parts. I don't remember any of the Ben Horn involvement. <laughs> I actually couldn't find any good Josie quotes. Like there uh, you should have just done. Ah, I'm in the drawer. <laughs> <laughs> your face morphs in the 90s cgi um there's a couple that i'm surprised you haven't included ready yeah i couldn't promise you that i would always make sense this one's hard um i'll give you another quote from the subplot i'd like to quote these words from chief seattle leader of the suquamish tribe your dead are soon forgotten and never return our dead never forget the beautiful world that gave them being. Another quote. Oh, is oh, is it Annie? It's Annie. It's Annie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot that <laughs> Agent Cooper falls in love so much. Yeah, everyone's totally memorable favorite character, Heather Graham. <laughs> She's so good in it, though. Actually, she is really good in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the reason I figured it out was because I was like, she says really, she has really good quotes. She says really, like, thoughtful, profound things. And she's, like, really good for him, too. Yeah, and they have that, like, steamy, oh, we're gonna pan to the curtains, but you know they're banging scene. I wish, I wish she was in the return, too. Ah, that would have been so good. It would have been really good. Ah, it's really upsetting. Okay. Um, what, that's the end of my list. Um, what subplots were you thinking of and do you have a quote for me that i have to guess i cannot believe oh actually that's great that's great you should how many did i get right oh i don't know (laughs) shit hang on okay that was wrong that was right so one yeah you got seven out of ten right oh yeah okay give me one hot second I'm like, what, what subplots am I forgetting? Uh, you're missing a real big one. I feel like a Twin Peaks failure. I feel David and Kale. Oh, oh there's a, that's another one I forgot about. What? You're missing like <laughs> three. I think I remember one. Maybe I just blocked it all out. This time, Stefan is going to be the one who gets quizzed here. It's, it's an unplanned flipping of the script because Daniela apparently remembers 15 more subplots <laughs> than I do. <laughs> but I didn't remember like half the ones that you brought up. So, okay. Uh, you ready? ready? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get into character now. <clears throat> yeah, go for it. I'm a virgin. You're a what? I want you to make love with me. What? Here? And now? Is that... Is that super needing? No. No? I'm not... I'm not... None of the subplots you've mentioned. Oh, is it... Is it Annie and Dale? No. No, it's Audrey and Dale. No. It's not? (laughs) You're half right. It's Audrey and, oh, fuck, it's Audrey and fucking, what's his name? The pilot. Billy Zane? Billy Zane, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that subplot entirely. I can't believe you forgot about Audrey and Billy Zane. 
Oh, they fly off together? Wait, they, yeah. don't, they almost fly off together. Yeah. God damn it. Next one. I only wanted to do good. I wanted to be good. And it felt so good to tell the truth. Is it Bobby? No. <sighs> you want to know what it is? It felt so good to tell. Is it Shelly? No. Is it Norma? No. It's a man. I'll tell you it's a man. Oh, is it Hank Jennings? No. (laughs) I wanted to be good and tell the truth. What? Is it Leo? It's not Leo. No. Uh, I'll, I'll give you one last hint. I'm not retreading any subplots, but I might be retreading some characters. Okay. Is it James? Is it Wyndham Earl? No. Is it Andy? No. Is it Dick Tremaine? No. I'm just going through the list right now of characters. Is it Denise? No. Is it Dale? No. Is it Ben Horn? Yes. It's Ben Horn? Yeah. So what's, do you remember the other Ben Horn subplot? That's not the Catherine one? The one where they're bro- the brothers? You ready? Yeah. Did you forget the subplot where we find out Ben Horn is Donna's father? What? <laughs> yes. Oh, I forgot about that completely. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that's 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 a thing that happened, yeah. When you were like, is there any subplots that last one episode? I was like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that's Zoe Deschanel's mom, too. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Uh, okay, are you are you ready for the next one? Yeah. This is a quick quote, so be ready. Is that why you came to visit? So you could run me in the ground. That's Kath- Catherine? Mm-mm. Oh my god. <laughs> Josie? No. We're really you you said you were bringing Is up that deep Hank cuts. Jennings? No. These are like Norma? these aren't even besides. It's Norma. It's Norma. Norma and what? What context? <laughs> this is like this is like a like the deepest of deep cuts. Who is she talking to? Her mom? It's yes. Norman and her mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's so obscure. Wow, yeah, that was a really bad subplot. With her new husband yeah. who like teams up with Hank. It's so weird. <laughs> I can't believe how many subplots are in this season. God damn. We're at 13 now wow. that we've named 13 different subplots. Oh, I think that really just reminds us how awful <laughs> the latter half of season two is. Or does it remind us how excellent it is? Jam-packed no. with great stuff. Like how much fucking content? How, ma- how many subplots? Was it all worth it? Should we make 15 subplots for this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that was the part two of the the third chapter of Who Said That? Who said 
Thank you for listening to this very I'm I'm presuming you're you're the one cutting this episode, but I imagine a very twin peaksy oh yeah for sure themed episode this is really for the real ones out there the real lynch file lynchians lynch heads lynchpins ah that's it to all you lynchpins out there praise responsibility (laughs) so fucking dumb Uh, we did it if you have a favorite twin Peaks subplot (laughs) Please write in at praise underscore pod, and and we'll hold a poll for your, your favorite subplot. Out Wait, of where where should they write into? To the DM us, DM us on, on Insta or Twitter. On, in, on Insta or Twitter. Okay. Let us know your favorite Twin Peaks subplot um, out of because we we just discussed off camera like at least three more subplots that we right, forgot to mention. Let's... Do you know what's a great subplot that's a part of the Major Briggs <laughs> subplot that I actually thought of and kind of warmed my heart a little? What? It's the Bobby connects with his father. Yeah. Subplot, <sighs> which is more like a conversation, but still it gets me every time. Well, and he's really his father's disappearance and reappearance, like it comes back in that. It's like one of the best parts of the season. Yeah. And um is very germane to uh the plot, whereas you could argue a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So <laughs> Vote for your favorite, and yeah. in the next episode, we'll tell you our favorites. I don't know if that's true, but... Um, my is... favorite. Do you want to say our favorites now? Sure. My, I said my We're going to forget. No, Super Nadine? Yeah, Super Nadine, by far my favorite. I think mine is... Um, I think it's Norma and it's mom. <laughs> so, but... No, no, it's the... It's the um... God, James and Evelyn is so good. I hate it. No, it's so wor- it's like one of the worst ones. <laughs> I know, it's so good though. <laughs> Bana and Evelyn have that scene in the bar. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this has been our Twin Peaks mini-sode. And yeah. Follow us at praise underscore pod. And um, Bobby, Bobby's dad loves him. Bobby's dad loves him. Um, Bobby killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby killed the guy. Um, and that's my, it. We're talking my Cheryl about- Lee impression. Bobby killed the guy. We'll be talking about It Follows uh, in our next episode. Very yeah. excited for that. Thank you, Lynch Pins. <laughs> Lynch Pins. We'll see you next week. Did you know David Lynch said that his two favorite things are nude women and factories? I did know that. Wow. I saw that in my Blue Velvet research. Fantastic. I just um, thought we should end on that. That's a good, and that's a good Lynch pin. I'm gonna make a run off with them. I'm gonna make a run off with them. I'm gonna make a run off with them.